0: Whoa! Oh, what is up, everybody? Welcome to another Thursday edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. Not that there would be another kind of Hard Rock Lunchbox. Let's be real. It's been seven years. I feel like we're pretty much locked in at this Thursday at noon sort of time. It's just, uh, it is just what it is, and that's uh, and that's how we do things around here on the box. So welcome, everybody. If you want to be part of the circus, uh, feel free to hop on by. Uh, you can go to hardrocklunchbox.com and then click on the link that brings you over to 99wnrr.com. That is the station that we are live on. We are streaming live, unlike other shows that are not live. Just saying. I used to have that fight with uh, the happy hour all the time. Not a fight. I mean, nobody really gave any kind of crap at all, <laughs> but it was always a thing, because sh- this our, this show here is live, and their show was uh, recorded, and I used to argue that it felt like way much more work, because I know that, you know, like even when Mikey was doing the show, like Mikey, Dan, and Artie, like they would have to edit the show, like could you imagine if I had to edit this show, I mean, first of all, it wouldn't get done, so, <laughs> I mean the amount of work it takes for me to do... The editing involved in the Top 20 is just... I mean, it's its almost an hour at this point. Now, to be fair, that's thats thats completely unfair to the Top 20, the red-headed stepchild of the Hard Rock Lunchbox. It can only be found on StrangerHood TV. In fact, there's a brand-new episode out, a brand-new episode of the Top 20 out on StrangerHood TV right now that came out this morning, first thing this morning, and I, for the life of me, could not tell you Which episode it was. I've been busy at work today, and I just didn't even get a chance to check it, let alone promote it, because I am so scary good at promotion. However, if you were so inclined to head on over to TV, you could check out the top 20, whatever it was. It's generally two weeks behind whatever the Hard Rock Lunchbox is, uh, just because that's 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 how it is we we de- we release them on thursdays and and that's the way it goes and uh you can check that out it's about 20 something minutes of your time and then feel free to check out any of the other good programming on over there uh they have um uh, in addition to all things craving strange they have a new edition of bacon is my podcast i'm i'm not sure if this week i think this week is the i don't know if it's part one or part two uh, with the interview with Micket from Rivals uh it's a pretty cool interview uh it's actually an interesting uh story about how Mike and him hooked up because Micket apparently like builds or restores guitars or whatever and Mike has cornered the market on old guitar parts and so it was kind of like a natural natural thing. You got that? Uh there is not a new episode of uh, Waterberries jamming with a stranger up there uh but feel free to check out all of his old stuff cuz that's pretty cool. Uh Frankie has a new playthrough or whatever it is that he does. He's doing his Steve Vai thing, so feel free to check that out. I had all kinds of other programming going over on, going on over on StrangerHood TV, and with that, I am done with the plugs. <laughs> However, it is funny. I've been working on this new concept for a new show, which is completely a ripoff of all my other shows because apparently I am a one-trick pony, and that's just the way that that happens to go because everybody likes a one-trick pony. Uh, But, yeah, so I'm working on this new show idea, so I'll tell you what it is, but please don't steal it because I am trying to do it and uh, trying to do this. So one of the things I've always had problems with with interviews and stuff is I always felt like they go too long. Even the interviews that I do, I have been, I don't want to say famous for because that's not the right right word, but I am known for being able to give really long interviews. Uh, I am certainly capable of doing it. I have... Words aplenty, and I'm not afraid to use them. So, um, but I have done interviews. My longest interview, I think, to date was with Artifacts, who is the manager of this station. Uh, and we only ended up using some of it, but that was a three hour interview. And honestly, I could have kept going. It really just depends on what you want to talk about. Now, I think stuff with Artifacts, like we were able to talk about like, more outside the Outside the band and outside music stuff, because we're actually friends, we're also like-minded politically, so we have a lot to talk about. But like, even when I did like uh, the Bob Culture podcast, which you should check out by the way, if you're interested in at all, like like wrestling and stuff like. That. Aside from all the wrestling that Bacon is my podcast uh, is starting to do, um, they've been they've been working with some wrestlers, so you check that out. But uh, Bob Culture podcast has been doing that forever. I mean, like Bob Man just digs his wrestling. But like, even when I did his, like we went on for like. A good, solid hour when I did the after-hours review it was probably in the 90-minute range to two hours. So I'm not afraid of doing it. And I can do it, but in the back of my head, I'm constantly like, man, is this interesting? Is this interesting? And I'm aware that it's not because a lot of stuff interests me that doesn't interest other people. So even when I'm giving interviews, um, I always find that like sometimes it gets to be too long. Not for me like, and, and I mean that sincerely Like, when I'm having an interview with you And I'm talking to you and asking you questions Because I'm interested in what you have to say So actually the show idea that I have Is kind of based on all of that But also based and predicated on the fact That I'm, I'm concerned that a lot of people Just tap out of interviews after a certain amount of time Regardless of the information that I want to know So this whole format that I'm working on Is basically a rip-off of the Top 20 And I wanted to call it the Talk 20 Where I just do these 20-minute interviews They're real fast and they're usually probably about like one or two subjects real quick and about maybe something that's being promoted and it's got some advantages to it. The simple fact is like I could talk to most people for an hour about stuff that they're going going to do, which means I can bring them back and just do quick interviews with them every now and then. Like I can bang out three interviews with somebody and then just kind of play them for you as they go and talk about like what they're promoting. Like I have a lot of friends in the music business and like in music itself but also ancillary to the music business that I have always found interesting and uh, I would like to ask them questions and I can do that in that kind of format so that is my new plan that is my new plan for a new show I'll talk to Jimmy about whether or not it's something he wants to do exclusively for Strangerhood TV which of course would be the plan because I I would like to give Strangerhood TV something kind of just exclusive so you have to go there and I would of course tease it on the Hard Rock Lunchbox so it's this total you know, self-feeding circle and all that other stuff which is kinda where I work best. Like as long as everything's kind of feeding itself and everything is working together, it it works better for me and it makes sense for me. And not that it's about me, but I am the schmuck that has to do all this stuff and do all the editing. And then of course finding the time to do that is really the problem. I've been working on this for about two months uh, and I just really need to come up with the time to do the editing. And that's a little tough because also hurricane season is starting officially this in a couple of weeks. No hurricanes But anyway, that's uh, what I want to talk about. So like, I'll let you know when that's going to happen. I'm going to do it regardless. But like well, like I said, I'll talk to Jimmy about whether or not it's something we're going to post on uh, Strangerhood TV or or what, whatever format I'm going to do. it. And I don't know how often it's going to be because it's going to be time-sensitive and all that other stuff based on my commitments. But I will shut up now. So I want to talk about something funny. So this is funny to me at least. So um, my band, Rebel 9, maybe you've heard of them as opposed to Taking Back Sunday, which you could see on my shirt if you were watching this in two weeks on the top 20. I swear that's enough of the top 20 plugs. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So my band, Rebel 9, on occasion, uh, and not even rare occasion, on uh, frequent occasion, rehearses without me. I I practice two nights a week, uh, and... In, during soccer season, you know, it's I have set time when it's not soccer season. I kind of rotate days and stuff. Sometimes it's easier to do nights. Sometimes it's easier to do days. It depends on what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish. Um, but I did not go to practice last Thursday. I went to practice last Sunday. And in my absence, the rest of the guys got together and they and they rehearsed, which I think is awesome. And I think if there's any if any band doesn't do that, uh, you should be able to rehearse with. You know, one member missing all the time and I think it's important because it highlights the other members and you hear kind of like what everybody's doing like whenever Tony misses which is frequent I mean it's not a slam of Tony he works nights sometimes so it's frequent so I get to really hear what Kaz is playing and sometimes Kaz is out you know and that's not you know it's not as frequent as Tony but it's not infrequent and then so Tony and I really kind of get to lock in and stuff like that and it's important to be able to do that if I had to pick one of you know I'd say it's probably one of the top ten reasons that Rebel 9 is such a tight live act, uh, when they're not, you know, hammered and stuff like that, and they're playing professionally. But, um... So they got together, and they rehearsed without me. Now, the, the, the thing of that... And this is not unusual, right? Like, my band very rarely messes up song structure, like... You've not you've probably never seen us do it live, right? It just it doesn't it happens so infrequently live that I would argue you probably have never seen it. It's usually because of an equipment failure. The days of my band being too drunk to actually perform the show are kind of over. Like I've, I've really had enough of that. but beyond that, me having enough of it had very little to do with it. I feel like they've had enough of it. And, and when you get to some point of pride in your band and your product and you realize you're the one dragging the band down because you're too drunk to perform, like, and you're the reason we look bad. Like, that's a heavy weight. That that's hard to have on you. I mean, personally, me, I, I've I've messed up maybe two shows in my life, um, because of something like that. And and not, you know, I'm not offering up any excuses. But at the time, I was really I was dealing with some heavy medications, and I was not handling them or adjusting them at all well. Still my fault. Still my problem. Not an excuse. Just just a reason. And I feel terrible when, when that kind of stuff happens. I really, really do. It, it carries it carries some serious weight. I think that that has happened with my band, too. So I don't think that anybody has really seen my band publicly screw up in a very, very long time, if at all. Um, but my point is, um, so they got together without me. And when we perform together, everybody, you know, all the parts are done. Like, we don't really miss stuff. Uh, especially live and stuff like that, and and the songs just go well when i 'm not there and the vocals aren't there, that is a very substantial challenge to most bands this is this is not this is not just rebel nine it's it's very it's a big challenge to most bands, especially if you're playing kind of rudimentary and basic kind of stuff it's hard to keep track of where you are if you 're not singing the words in your head. And usually you don't have to sing the words in your head because your singer is usually singing them. But the reason it's important, and most bands know this, especially ones that tour, is that you don't always hear the singer. You don't always. As the singer, sometimes I don't hear the singer. Because, you know, the PA system doesn't work or whatever. But it's neither here nor there. The point is, is that the band really should be able to play an entire set, our entire catalog without me. They really should. I, I have written... Or co-written every single song that Rebel 9 does So I know all the songs intimately uh, I know every lyric because I've written every single lyric Rebel 9 has ever put out And so I just don't have that problem But my band has not My band has not done that And, and they do not know those songs as well as I do Because they don't uh, They couldn't so it is important for them to know them as well as possible. And that means being able to perform the, the set and the entire catalog without me present. And that's what they were doing on Thursday. And it was funny because I don't even remember what song it is, but apparently they screwed up and ended a song at different times. And then there was a wager on said, on said song, which I love. I loved that My band members felt confident enough in what they were doing, even though somebody had to be wrong, that they were actually going to bet an entire month's rent, their share of the rent, on thinking they were right. And to me, like, it's not important how it turned out. I will let the band, you know, if they decide to post publicly, they, they can do that. But let's just say somebody was right and somebody was wrong. But the fact that the band members just doubled down and just... Dug in, and we're like, "No, I'm right. No, I'm right. No, I'm right." That's awesome. That's pride. That's that's confidence. That's awareness of your song. I mean, it's not so good for the person that got it wrong, but <laughs> you know, like, doesn't doesn't say. <laughs> so <laughs> somebody had to go. No, it doesn't work like that. It just. It's fun. I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed hearing this story immensely because I love that stuff. I just love the fact that they were playing without me and going through the songs and like, yeah, man, no, this is right. No, this is right. No, this is right. And actually the rationale for why they thought they were right is even better. Like, no, I play this part and I have to play this part. And then before this part, I play this other part. And I was like, this is all fantastic. I don't even know how to make this any better. This is, this is just absolutely fantastic. Um I will tell you that two of the members ended the song correctly, and it was really just the third that now owes somebody a month's rent. Uh, I'm hoping that actually happens and it actually goes through, but I, I will keep you posted as always. Uh, I do want to bring up something else here. Uh, uh, i got to find it. It's um, So... This week, I think it starts Friday. Where the hell is it? Ah, here it is. Um, Sorry, I was just looking at my computer because I wanted to get the information right. Uh, I mentioned this and I teased this last week, but I do want to talk about it a little bit real quick on the Top 20 because it'll be too late by the time you see it on the Top 20, but what I want to talk about afterwards is going to be... Top 20 worthy. So uh, every year, uh, Newer Girl Radio does a Radiothon, and they raise money for Faces for Autism, and this year is no different. So for our eighth annual Radiothon Benefiting Faces for Autism Family Support Group, the Children's Air Ambulance and David's Dream and Believe Cancer Foundation starts Friday, March 19th. That's tomorrow. Friday, March 19th at noon, and it runs all the way through Sunday, March 21st at 1 a.m. Go to... You. Uh, 99WNRR.com slash Radiothon for more information. So basically the way it works, it's a Radiothon. They, they, they have DJs, live DJs. It's live uh, that entire stretch. And you can message them, like, you go to that that site, I said, 99wnrr.com slash radiothon, and you can actually request a song, and then you donate some money, and then, you know, you write in the songs you request, and there's, like, you know, if if it's like it's been the past couple years, like, you can win, not win, but, like, you can it's like any other, you know, radiothon, TV telethon kind of thing. Like you can get different things. You can even get swag if you want, but you can request a song, and the money all goes to those those causes. I just read specifically faces for autism, which I know is the main uh, recipient of why we've done the radiothon all this time. It's a very cool event. I'm not doing it this year, and to be perfectly honest with you, I don't know. I don't know why I'm not doing it this year. I know over the past couple years, I. I have been too busy to do it, and this year is actually no different. So honestly, I guess I do know the answer. Problem with it running on Fridays is that I have hurricane practice on Fridays, and then I usually have some sort of game on Sunday. And my Saturdays are just really, really crap. They're, they're, they're really garbage. I think they're usually in April, which makes it even harder for me to do. But like this one's this one's now, and I I, I wasn't asked to do it, and not that they have to ask me to do it. I'm sure they posted in the group uh, the new regal radio group uh, on facebook and that's kind of what i want to talk about see i am honest to god the absolute worst employee that internet radio has ever seen I am like I am loyal to my station I do anything that I am directly asked to do I, I promote stuff I used to read those commercials I don't remember if you remember like I used to do like the dark candle commercial and stuff I used to read those spots and stuff like that which I love doing it's fine I'll totally do that by the way if anyone who wants to uh, pay me to read anything actually I should do that I could do like my own version of cameo right here if you want me to pay if you want to pay me to read anything on the radio like I guess I could read anything on the radio it'd be funny. I enjoyed that. But uh, I would definitely you know do any paid advertising because any money I can throw in here, help me pay for equipment or whatever, or even offset the amount of money I'm not making while I'm working, like, that's always awesome. I just I just haven't gone after it myself because I suck. That's kind of what it comes down to. Uh, yeah, I, I suck. I've sucked for years. <laughs> I'm going to continue to suck at this. Like It's just not what I do. I like getting on the, on the microphone and talking to you guys and having a good time. That's where it ends. But I am an awful, awful employee. I am also one of the longest-running employees here at New Regal Radio, and it's because I just keep my head down. I do my job. The show has consistently been the show. There always seem to be people willing to listen to it and supporting the station, so thank you all for that. And I guess that that's enough to keep me on board. But, like, I am promoting, and I'll be, you know, if I get a chance, I'll probably donate something and make some requests and stuff because I'm cool like that. And, um... You know, I'm just saying that if you guys feel like doing that, check it out. There's a lot of good DJs, like a lot of, a lot of good DJs on the, on the station. Uh, some of them are, are personal friends of mine, and, and they're really funny, and they're really good, and they have good taste in music. They all have different styles and stuff like that. So if you're interested in some of that stuff, I would definitely stop by. Like I said, that entire time from noon tomorrow to 1 a.m. on Sunday, there's going to be live DJs. All you have to do is hop on the station and listen to it and, you know, make a request if you want But yeah, so that's cool. DJ is a shit employee. I think we've covered all that. And it's funny because like I'm just, I don't know. As soon as it falls outside of the the window of just doing your job and doing it well, I I fall apart. Like (laughs) I don't know what that is. Like give me a task. And I will do it, and I will do it to the best of my ability, and I will do my best to exceed expectations. But the absolute moment you want me to give just a little bit more, I'm already off doing another job. And now I've spent a lot of time in, like, you know, dealing with, like, coaches and therapy and all that other stuff. And and it's basically because I just do too many things, and the whole... All the time, it's just, you know, it's like I'm not busier than anybody else, right? I mean, maybe I'm busier than some other people, but, like, I'm not busy to the point where, like, people are like, oh, my God, is he a superhero? Is he the Flash? Like, it's not that, even remotely. I just do a lot of things, and I scaled a lot of stuff back in my life, but, like, I don't want to give up. You know, or can't give up the things things that I'm currently doing. Like, I can't give up my day job because I have a family to support, right? Like, that's that's the can't. I don't want to give up the band because it's truly, like, my passion project, what I feel like I'm supposed to be on here on the earth to do. It's not, it's, it's not You know what? It's not even a passion project because my passion project would basically be the soccer team. Like, I've spent years with these girls, and, like, that's our team, and that's what we do. Like, you know... Spring, fall, and winter—like that's what I like spending my time doing. I enjoy that. That would be the closest thing to my passion project. Plus, I've got kids I like to hang out with. I just—I spent an hour yesterday playing Mario 3D uh, with with my daughter, uh, and honestly, kicking some major ass. Like I was really proud of myself. Yes, yeah, yeah. Give it up, give it up for me, A little Mario 3D. I mean, she's way better at it than I am. But when we're not playing soccer, that's how she likes to hang out. So. There are worse things than your teenager wanting to hang out with you and play video games. Like right? that's way worse. I mean, there are way worse things. But that wasn't for really so That's basically it. So I spent, you know, most of my life trying to bounce from one job to another to another to another because I got to tell you, at 2:02 or whatever time I'm done with the hard rock lunchbox, I am the f out of here and I've got to get back to work. I've got meetings scheduled. I've got meetings scheduled at two o'clock and I'm already going to be late for so and that is why DJ is the worst employee at New Regal Radio. Give it up, everybody. Thank you. <sighs> this is a horrible top 20. I feel bad for you if you've made it all this way. And I feel even worse for you if you watch it next week. So just my humble apologies. I'm going to play you some Avatar now because that feels like a good way to get out of this. Roger that.